Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. This is Wednesday, November 16th, 2016, and welcome to episode 248 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. It is the one and the only WWUS Revolution. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Tonight, of course, we'll be bringing you our wrestling news and video segment, which will be provided us here tonight by one half of our news tag team, King Ice, and it'll be the Iceman. Himself, J.D. Jared DiGiolamo, which J.D. is a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, <clears throat> as well as the host of Raw Radio every Monday, Monday afternoon from 3 to 5, right here on TalkShoe.com, and of course a huge part of, uh, of, all, of our, all of our other shows here in the WWS Radio Network. Also join us on the chat box here tonight, providing the rest of history and birthdays, is of course <clears throat> J.D.'s co-host on Raw Radio, uh, of course, like I said, again, every Monday afternoon at 3. Also, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has joined us. And also joined us via Skype here tonight, uh, another 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. I keep forgetting to mention every time she comes on, but now I'm going to do that again. <laughs> and she is, of course, the last kicker herself, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. I'm back. Yes, she is. And, of course, I welcome her as well as J.D. and John, of course, episode 248 of what promises to be a very exciting and explosive, as always, revolution. Plenty to explode about tonight, however, as we're counting down the days to Sunday. 
Absolutely, and of course, the Survivor Series right around the corner. A lot of explosive activity taking place here this week. And last night's SmackDown is no exception. We'll be bringing that to you here, giving our thoughts and opinions on last night's SmackDown Live. <clears throat> In addition, of course, like I said, after our wrestling news and views of history and birthdays, and then after all that, uh, a continuation of our 2K Fantasy Survivor Series elimination matches. Uh, you get to pick, of course, who which team will win and who will be the sole survivor or two sole survivors, whichever you want to do is fine. Uh, if you care to join myself, JD, John, and Ann, and whoever else we have popping on the uh, on the air here tonight, please feel free to give us a call right here. Of course, on the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, number 248-1724-444-7444. Call ID is the infamous uh, six numbers, 138055-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything we have to talk about here in the world of professional wrestling. And of course, uh, of course, Survivor Series, like I said, right around the corner. And we'll get some more discussion in on that here momentarily. <clears throat> in the meantime... Let's dive right on into the wrestling news and views segment here. And to get us going here is, like I said, one half of our premier news tag team, King Ice. It is the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared Geronimo. J.D., go ahead and see what we have going on in the wrestling news scene today. Floyd Mayweather spoke with TMZ recently about the comparisons between himself and Conor McGregor. Some of the highlights include the following. On comparisons of him to Conor McGregor, I didn't know Conor McGregor was undefeated. I didn't know that he had reigned in MMA for 20 years and undefeated was world champion in five different weight classes. That's something I didn't know. I guess you guys tell, is telling me something new. You say he's the Floyd Mayweather of the MMA. If you're saying that he's the Floyd Mayweather of the MMA, I'm trying to figure out. Have he, has he ever made $300 million in one night? Has he ever made $100 million in one night? Has he ever made $70 million in one night? As far as trying to say he's the Floyd Mayweather of MMA, I mean, it's okay to say it, but it's not true. On the idea of a rivalry with McGregor, he went on to say, I'm a legend, a living legend. The sport of boxing, I gave years and years of hard work. It was blood, sweat, and tears. Had a tremendous team, had a tremendous run, but I think it's time for Connor to go out there and do what he d- does. But never compare Connor to me. It's total disrespect. Once again, I'm an elephant. An elephant don't beef with ants. Elephant is so large you don't even see ants. Meanwhile, Conor McGregor, however, responded to Floyd Mayweather's trash talk earlier today and simply said, say it to my face, if you will. So apparently, yeah, there's a little uh, tension between Money Mayweather. In fact, recently TMZ caught up with the current, however, dual UFC champion and asked him about his comments in which the boxing shot down star shot down comparisons between the two and said, never compare Conor McGregor to me. It's total dis- total disrespect. McGregor was asked about the remarks, however, and said those comments. Meanwhile, Total Divas made its season premiere tonight, however, in the E! Network, however, at 8 o'clock, however. Among the new cast members include Maurice, Lana, and Renee Young. I did not get a chance to catch this yet, but hopefully I will get a chance to catch it later tonight. Meanwhile, Conan is in the news, however, and recently he appeared on the latest episode of Main Event Radio and discussed starting a new promotion in Mexico, racism in wrestling, TNA's latest trials, and much more. Here are some of the comments he made. On racism in the industry, he was quoted as saying, simply put, however, quote, however, if I can just find the comments here. Uh, here we go. I think I have it. Uh, hold on a second. I, yeah, I have it now. Okay. I would say compared to when I was in the business, yes, it has diminished. We are a reflection of society. In society, it's still there, but it's not as bad as it used to be. Look at all the African-Americans that are in the business today as compared to before. 
The New Day, Apollo Crews, the Latinos, which they haven't done a good job since they lost Mysterio and Del Rio. They haven't been able to make a Latino superstar. However, they're finally opening their eyes. It's gone better, but it still has a way to go. When in 2040, the majority minority in this country will be Hispanics, where neither TNA or WWE has any Latinos in positions of power, being an agent, producer, a writer, or an executive, then they'll still be behind the curve. I would put an African-American in that same boat. They're doing a good job going global, and they're finally smartening in that sense. Now we need to see us in positions of power. Uh, the current women's wrestling revolution is past criticism of women's wrestling. Conan simply said, I was critical because it sucked. I don't hate, I state. When you had Oksana and all those other girls who were just models, they were training in front of the TV. They weren't in developmental long enough, and their matches were brutal, and it was embarrassing to watch. Now they have this new crop of girls who are killing it. Charlotte's incredible, and Sasha and Natty, who I don't know why, they aren't doing more with her. You still have these towns like the Bellas who can't go, but at least they're watchable now. And on TNA's situation, he simply said this. They're going to keep crawling along, but it does them no favors to be on a station like Pop TV. The problem starts at the top, Dixie Carter. Incompetent. People say, oh, she's nice. She can be nice all she wants, but she doesn't know what she's doing. It's going to continue to suffer under her. I've always had great talent, but talent isn't enough to be put the, uh, that's a problem. Reception and branding. If they get the right people and the right branding, they can still turn that place around. I really believe that they have to get on a better network. They screw themselves over with Spike. That's what happens when you have the wrong people running the company. And I think we have one more piece of news to report here. So hold on a second. I'll get that out. Uh, So bear with me here, guys. Okay. um, Just saw it, so bear with me. Okay. um, Okay, here we go. Uh, SmackDown Live last night averaged 2.725 million viewers USA Network, as the number was up from 1.92 the week before. And as far as any other things are, oh yes, Total Bellas has been picked up, believe it or not, for a second season, believe it or not, according to reports. As WWE has announced, he has decided to pick it up uh, for a second year, believe it or not. Um, we're not I'm trying to, yeah, I'm surprised they're even doing that, however, because like I said, I thought the first season, I mean, except for one episode, was just, I mean, every episode was a joke. Uh, apparently, however, uh, we do not know yet. Uh, it says they were mostly in line with the lower-end numbers that Total Divas was drawing late last season. We do not know when they'll be starting to film the new season yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's okay. it. Okay, thank you very much, here, J.D. Of course, J.D. along with King and W.O. Gerard King Smith is King Arch, the premier of WWS News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print. And if it doesn't fit, they always find that special way to make it fit. And of course, Gerard always has our has our way to has the best way to do that. And that is by the old standbys, hamper, nails, glue, and of course the old fashioned method, duct tape. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. So let's see what we have going here, going on right now with the history and birthdays. Courtesy of our own human surface machine, John Gross, and has dug up some interesting, very interesting stuff here for Today, November the 16th, let's see what we have on tap right here. 29 years ago today, 1987, WWF held a Legends Battle Royal at the Meadowlands Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. 
The battle royal was won by 71-year-old Lou Fez, who last eliminated Pat O'Connor, who at the time was 63. Fez, hmm. hmm. now listen, J.D., you might find this quite interesting. Fez, at the time of his win, was the oldest person to win a match in, in w, and we'll do, I'll go ahead and say WWE history. That mark would be surpassed a little bit later by 76-year-old the Fabulous Moolah. Hmm. Yes, I do recall that. In and I would say 1999, May Young. Uh, <clears throat> that was in 1999, by the way. Okay, But May Young now uh, gained the record when she, was, when she turned 87, when she defeated Lay Cool in a handicap match on Monday Night Raw in 2010. Hmm. So, yeah, I do remember the thing with uh, May with uh, May Young and Lay Cool. So yeah, that was uh, uh, on this. Also, an interesting little nugget: it's who did not get in, get invited that would cause some controversy. Angelo Papo, of course, the father of the macho, of the late Macho Man Randy Savage. Did not get an invite to the battle royal. The slight would cause a rift between Savage and Vince McMahon, a rift that would never be repaired. Ooh, yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm surprised about that. I'm surprised that Vince McMahon didn't bring in Randy Randy's dad. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, that. Oh boy, I'm sad that I never got a chance to reconcile that. They probably still could with you know Lanny, probably, yeah. but but I don't I, if if they ever will or not. I mean, my guess is that they probably would, you know, if they inducted Macho Man in the Hall of Fame, maybe maybe that's the apology. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, twenty eight years ago today, nineteen eighty eight, WWF taped the the uh, Saturday Night's Main Event edition from the Arco Arena with the first ever one on one match between Randy Savage and Andre the Giant for the WWF title. 22 years ago in 1994, WCW presented Clash of the Champions, let's see, 29, I believe that is, yes, with Jim Duggan defeating Steve Austin by DQ to win the WCW United States title. 20 years ago, I put it at 1996, ECW presented November to Remember from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Just before the ECW World Title match, Taz called out Sabu, and Sabu accepted. As they walked up, the lights went out, and when they came back home, they were no longer in the ring. Hmm. That's very interesting. Hmm. That same night, WWE presented the 1996 Hall of Fame induction ceremony from the Marriott Center in New York City. The class for that year included Captain Lou Albano, Jimmy Snuka, Killer Kowalski, Baron Mikhail Skaluna, The Valiants, Johnny Rods, Pat Patterson, and I do believe Vince McMahon's dad. Hmm. After Snuka's induction, Snuka made his return to the ring for one night, which John said he will bring up he will bring up a little bit further on Wolfpack tomorrow night. So we have tomorrow night to wait on that. So, okay. Little little hint right there. Okay. Interesting. Uh, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, had to step away for a little bit. She may be back on here here a little bit, but uh, 
she may be back on here in just a few moments, so I'm not, I will double check on that here shortly. 18 years ago today, that would put it at 1998, yes, on WCW Monday Nitro, Juventus Guerrera defeated Billy Kidman to win the WCW Cruiserweight title. The same night on Monday Night Raw, I remember, I remember this number right here, Judge Mills Lane made a guest appearance to announce The Rock was taking up the announced that The Rock would take on Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF title. It was the first title defense for The Rock as he lost the match by DQ, but retained the title with The Undertaker interfering and striking Austin in the head with a shovel. That's how that match ended. I never knew how it ended, but that's how it ended. Sixteen years ago today, and of course the year 2000, Sting defeated Kevin Nash by submission to win the WCW European Cup in Ober in Oberhausen, Germany. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Oberhausen. Okay. On this day in 2003, WWE presented Survivor Series from the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas. 13,487 were in attendance, with 450,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That is up 340,000 from the 2002 edition. Now, here are some of the matches that took place in that. Oh, excuse me. And uh, here are some of the matches here. In a Sunday Night Heat match, Tajiri defeated Jamie Noble to retain the Cruiserweight title. Team Angle defeated Team Lesnar with Chris Benoit and John Cena being the sole survivors. Holly Holly successfully retained her women's title against Lita. Kane won the ambulance match against Shane McMahon. The Bashams retained the tag team titles against the Guerreros. Team Bischoff defeated Team Austin, in where stipulation stated that if Austin's team lost the match, Austin would immediately leave as Raw General Manager. And sadly, that's what happened. Uh, but he didn't stay away for long, I don't think. Vincent Mann defeated The Undertaker in a buried alive match, despite a beatdown by The Undertaker, and Kane coming out to help McMahon. Now, Credit if I'm wrong, J.D., but was this the last time Undertaker came out as the biker Undertaker? I believe so, yes. It was the last time. And he wouldn't be back until, what, WrestleMania 20? When he yes. did this Edman thing again? That's, yeah, that's right. That's when the feud started with him and Kane, I think it was. Right. <laughs> and, of course, this is, my, this is my favorite match of this. Goldberg successfully retained the World Heavyweight title against Triple H. That was a great match. Or the Evolution trying to get involved in it. That was a great match, nonetheless. Twelve years ago today, put it in 2004, John Cena won his third WWE United States title over Carlito Caribbean Cool at a SmackDown taping. On this day in 2009, Raw was held live for the, for the last time at the WWE's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, with a big tag team triple threat main event between tag team champions Jericho, Show, of course, Chris Jericho and the Big Show, DX, of course, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And the WWE champion, John Cena, and the world heavyweight champion, The Undertaker. With Cena and The Undertaker both winning the match. And, and John, no birthdays today? Okay, John, thank you very much, sir. Sir, that's all we have. He asked for the histories and birthdays here today. Uh, uh, 
And of course, JD, thank you very much for providing the uh, news and views here for us here tonight. Uh, 1724-444-7444. That call ID, of course, is 138055-POUND. You're listening to episode 248 of WWS Revolution, the Mothership Broadcast, for Wednesday, November 16th, 2016. Uh, of course, I have Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. As, of course, I have on here with me here tonight, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jeremy Gualamo, of course, the 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, <clears throat> and, of course, host of Raw Radio, and, of course, a big part of our other, of our other shows in the radio, here in the radio network. And, of course, I hear his partner from Raw Radio, the human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, <clears throat> also at the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And, of course, like I said, we did have the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, uh, she may be back on here. I'm not sure, but, she, but uh, we'll chat back with her here, hopefully here momentarily. Uh, guys, let's just go on ahead and dive right on into, our, of course, our next big topic of discussion, which is, of course, last night's SmackDown Live broadcast. Of course, big implications for taking place here uh, leading in towards Survivor Series this Sunday. Uh, so SmackDown Live really was kind of pumped up here. J.D. did get with the numbers for SmackDown as well. Uh, JD, let's get your thoughts and opinions, sir, on, on last night's SmackDown Live. Okay. Well, this is going to be sort of a meltdown slash good thing, maybe. maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll start off first, however, with the end of the show. We'll go from the end and we'll work our way to the, t- the beginning of the show this week. You had The Undertaker come out, however, mind you, however, at the end of the night, however, after Edge came out, however, and introduced the SmackDown team, however, mind you, including that little pipsqueak runt wannabe, um, Kyle, if you will, as I like to call him now, from uh, the movie Road Trip, however, Tom Green, and uh, all that, and, 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 and it's just, I mean, he is such a little pipsqueak, the mascot. James Ellsworth. Uh, Taker, of course, was making threats, however, to everyone, saying, however, mind you, how, even though he got off in Shane's face, however, basically, uh, this year's Survivor Series is no reason to fear Flair, but if you fail, fail, you'll have the reason to fear him, and Team Raw better rest in peace. So I'm wondering, with those remarks, does that mean maybe one of these guys like Shane one of these guys, like maybe possibly Dean, get taken out before the match Sunday, however, maybe, and the Undertaker's put in, or Shane backs off and lets the Taker take his spot? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, very interesting, to say the least, to close out the show there. Uh, it was good to see Edge, although Edge was a little gruffy, however, looked like a mountain man, however, with the beard and everything like that. He could have uh, cut his hair, however, and shaved the beard a little bit. I mean, he was a little out there. Uh, next, we had... American Alpha teaming up with Jimmy and Jay, the Hype Rose, and Brizongo taking on Connor and Victor, the Spirit Suck Squad, the Vaude Villains, and the Headbangers. This was boring. Didn't excite me. Absolutely weak, to say the least. And the thing I don't get is, why in the blue hell did we need to see again the freaking Headbangers? I mean, seriously. No one cares about you guys anymore. This is not 1999 anymore, guys. This is 2016. Maybe you can get your heads out of your ass booking team on SmackDown and at least book some better teams. Seriously. I mean, you have some good teams right now. 
I mean, bring these guys in, however, once again, and you just put them in a match, however, they team up with Connor and Victor, and, of course, the Spirit Sucks squad to take on the future team of American Alpha, which I think will be a great team in time. The champions who should have the belts right now, Jimmy and Jay Uso, the hype bros of Mojo and Zach, which are doing okay. I mean, they did a little vignette in the back. If you get a chance to watch it, it's pretty cool and pretty funny. Uh, before this match took place, when uh, they started doing Edge's theme, believe it or not, Edge walks in and hears them doing this theme. It's pretty funny. And then you got probably the most lackluster team of them all in Brizongo, in Van Dango, and Tyler Breeze, Prince Prince, which they're just totally crapping all over, to say the least. Speaking of crap, that leads us to our next match. Carmella versus Nikki Bella. We knew that the Raw Divas were going to get involved somehow, and they did. And apparently, I don't know why you had to have these two fight, referring to Carmella and Nikki. It should have been Nikki and maybe Miss Harley Quinn herself, Alexa Bliss. But instead, you have the Jersey wannabe bitch Carmella taking on Princess Nikki, however, and it didn't even uh, take place, or I mean, it took place, but it didn't end up being a winner because who should show up? Then, other than Queen Bitch herself, Charlotte Flair, and her entourage are trying to get a cheap shot in on Team SmackDown of Becky, Natty, Naomi, Alexa, and company. So, I'm surprised this didn't really uh, develop into a brawl like uh, Raw and SmackDown guys were the other night, but I think I heard they did. Someone told me that Nikki actually did attack, um, did get hurt, but I, I could be wrong. The thing that really should have happened is that Nikki should have tossed Charlotte like a rag doll because Charlotte was there standing there like the bitch she is fake clapping for Nikki and uh, showing once again her arrogant cocky ways if you will let's just say which was bullcrap because if you ask me come Sunday I think Charlotte is in for a rude awakening if she gets to start out with Nikki or if it comes down to those two I think Nikki is going to just absolutely beat the holy bejesus out of her at least I hope she does uh, next, we go to another lackluster match, uh, Kalisto versus Wani Lorcan. Uh, this was quick and painful and short. Uh, I don't know why they had to have this. This should have been on main event. I mean, it only lasted a minute and a half. This was like a quick uh, blink match. If you uh, saw the match and you didn't, and you saw it, no, I can't say it. If you didn't get to see this match, you didn't miss much. It only it was a quick match. Now, what was kind of funny after this, however, in the backstage, I don't know if you saw it or not, I'll have to go back and watch it. Apparently, Heath Slater was telling everyone that, I guess, the tag division was fighting, but who should show up but Booker T doing his King Booker gimmick? I mean, really? Did we really need to see Booker T dress up as the arrogant jackass that he once was in his King regalia again as King Booker? I mean, come on. Seriously. The line of the night, however, to me, was kind of funny when uh, Brizongo came up and called him King Booger. Uh, but then yeah. Booker told him if they wanted to be champions, they had to dress like him and not like rejects from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, if you ask me, Booker, as much as you're a great wrestler, and you are a great wrestler, don't get me wrong, you've been a great tag team wrestler too, and singles guy, I don't think myself or anyone else out there, unless they did care, gave two shits about you last night dressing up like a jackass again as King Booker. I mean, that was just absolutely insulting, if you ask me. I think it was stupid. It was a waste of time. 
And they could have done so much better with this segment. If you ask me, not even put the segment on at all. I mean, you heard reports all day that Taz was backstage, Tommy Dreamer was there, Bubba Ray was there. You could have done something pretty cool with those three. Instead, you waste our time by doing something like this that was absolutely worthless. Now to my biggest meltdown of the night. Well, another thing that was kind of funny was the whole Alexa, Daniel, Bryan, Becky, Lynch thing when Natty uh, started uh, whistling, uh, I get knocked down, however, mind you, and uh, pissed off Alexa while she was singing, uh, I guess, I get knocked down, how I complained to Daniel Bryan about the loss to Becky Lynch, in which Bryan told her she'll get a rematch, but didn't commit to when. I'm guessing, my guess is at this point, they'll probably shoot it for TLC. At this point, maybe. It's possible. But now to my biggest bitch fit rant uh, moment of the night. And i am really been stewing about this all day. The first match of the night started out being the IC title. Involving Dolph and The Miz. And we know the history about these two, however, that have had some good matches with each other. But what pisses me off here is what gets me pissed off every time about The Miz. The Miz last night, however, once again had to resort to having his little whore wife and his bitch friends, the Spirit Suck Squad, steal the icy title back for him because apparently he can't do it and have the balls to do it on his own. And what do they do? Oh, let me think about this for a minute. Oh, yeah. They had Dolph had the IC championship for not even a month, right? Or close to a month, right? Right. What do they do? Oh, they decide to slap Dolph right across the face and screw him over by having Maurice the Whore and the Suck Squad give Miz a cheap victory in the process in retaining and gaining back the IC title. So now, instead of Sammy and Dolph, which I was looking forward to seeing, and I think some of us were looking forward to seeing that maybe be a good match on Sunday, Instead, now, we got The Wiz with his whore and his friends taking on Sami Zayn, and once again, Dolph getting effed over. Great move, SmackDown. Great move, booking team SmackDown. Way to slap Dolph right in the face again. It just goes to show you, like Charlotte Flair, that The Miz has his lips pressed on your ass cheeks all year long. You've had Charlotte become champion three times this year, You've had The Wiz be three times champion now because apparently he, he, both of them don't have the balls to do it by themselves. They have to have people save their ass or at least cut, sh- do shortcuts for them and help them when they're not being doing it on their own and they don't have the balls to do it on their own. So, in all, however, I am a little pissed off, as you can tell by the tone of my voice now, in more ways than one, let's just say, that, once again, that the Wiz couldn't have the balls or the Spaldings, if you will, to basically pin Dolph clean. He had to have friends help him. So, once again, I did see this after the show last night on the network. I watched those small clips of it on YouTube earlier today, or before tonight's, uh, the, earlier this afternoon, after I got in from work. And apparently... The Miz once again stood up there, all smug and confident with Maurice, with a smile across her face, however, mind you, saying, what are you going to do about it, Daniel Bryan? What are you going to do about Shane? 
Well, I wish Shane and Daniel were not so preoccupied with this matchup on Sunday between SmackDown and Raw and literally suspend Maurice and take the title off of Miz once and for all. And speaking of Maurice, I am sick to death, that, and I said this before, that she is now on Total Divas with another somewhat whore in Lana because now you have to put up with not only two arrogant bitches in both Lana and Maurice, we also have to put up with Ava Marie again. So, once again, WWE continues to screw the pooch when it comes to their women. The only bright spot on Total Divas this year that might have any positivity, at least I hope it's positivity, will be Nikki and Brie, Natty, Naomi, and if she does come back, and Renee Young, and I think she has come back. But instead, you don't have Rosa Mendez on. I don't think Paige is going to be on because of what's been going on, unless she does make a brief appearance here and there, but I don't think she's going to be on all season. Instead, you figure, okay, what are we going to do? Oh, that's right. We're going to bring in Renee Young, which should be good because she's good. I mean, I think she'll be good for the show because, I mean, she's good friends with most of the ladies as it is, and she's sort of like uh, not uh, really um, arrogant or cocky or narcissistic and full of herself. But instead... You bring two bitches who are so full of themselves in the form of Lana and Maurice the Whore. So that tells me that, once again, WWE doesn't know what the blank they're doing, because I'm not going to go out and curse here right now, but I'm just saying what the blank they're doing. But all I can say is, once again, SmackDown and Daniel Bryan, apparently you could have fixed this problem last night after the matchup by telling Miz, however, that your win, however, is going to be held up because of what happened. Instead, you don't, and now we have to put up with Maurice and Miz, the whore and the bitch, taking on Sammy on Sunday instead of Dolphin Sammy, which is a crock of shit, if you ask me. It's a total crock of shit. So I am not very happy about this. I am disgusted by this, and I wish that... Daniel Bryan and Shane would do something to Miz, however, but instead, the Miz and uh, uh, freaking Miz and Maurice instead are kissing Vince's ass or whoever's running the SmackDown writing team's ass, however, to get a cheap win again. So, I think it was crap that Dolph lost last night. And if I'm Dolph Ziggler right now, I would tell WWE Mansion by the end of the year, if this is going to be the way it is again, I want my release right now. I want my release right now because you screwed me of holding this belt. You gave me this belt to hold for a month. And before that, you had Zack Ryder only hold it for 24 hours. Instead, you've had The Miz hold it twice now the span almost all year long. You had it home from six months however, after what happened at WrestleMania because Maurice came back the night after WrestleMania held to help her husband cheat. And he did cheat. We all know that. And he did it again last night with your help and his friend's help because you didn't have, you, he couldn't do it by himself. You had to help him, like the coward that he is, in stealing against Dolph Ziggler. So that is just absolute BS. And I hope that the SmackDown team better change their ways with this and very quickly. Otherwise, they're going to continue to lose audience members, plain and simple. Great review there, J.D. Excellent. Well, no true words right there have been spoken about it. A review of either Raw or SmackDown. That's a great review, JD. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for, for bringing that to our attention. 
And now let's see what John has to say here about uh, about last night's SmackDown Live. Uh, of course, uh, it's like you just said right here, JD. He is, of course, shocked like you are that Miz is, is once again the IC champion. He was fully, of course, like you again. You like, like what you said, JD. Was expected to see a match between Dolph Ziggler and Sami Zayn at Survivor Series. That he's upset about this. Of course, now we get to see Miz versus Zayn for the belt, and he says, "Whoopee!" Yeah, so I I agree with you. It was, it, it was a uh, it was a it was a big time crock. Uh, it was a big it was a big time crock. I would have to agree with that by all means. Uh, and of course, anyone expect the Team Raw women to show up? And John said he did. He knew they were going to show, but the SmackDown women just cleared them right out. Yes. Uh, of course, the warm-up tag team match with Team SmackDown uh, against, of course, the Headbangers, the Spirit Squad, and the Ball Villains, and the Ascension. The match was good. It could have been a Survivor Series elimination match, but Team SmackDown is getting ready for the big match against Team Raw on Sunday. But uh, he wouldn't be uh, so sure about that because Team Raw has the big teams, of course, in the New Day. The club, Enzo and Enzo and, and Cass, and Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, John says he's also pretty baffled about Miz becoming your Continental Champion. Let's just throw this out there. And now he's saying he hopes the Intercontinental title goes to Raw as a result of this. Because he, I think, I think JD, I'm sure you might agree with that assessment. Yeah. Uh, because now the fact that Miz now has the belt again. Uh, Perhaps uh, uh, Kalisto and One Lorcan, is that how you pronounce his, pronounce his name? Yeah. And John says, yeah, bull crap, it wasn't that good. And, of course, he brings up, of course, the segment with the cutting edge, with Edge returning. We, of course, uh, interviewing Team SmackDown. And the Undertaker coming to, coming to give them give them a motivational speech. John was, was wondering if James Ellsworth may have soiled in his pants when the Undertaker was there. Taker had a few key points for Team SmackDown. Uh, and and John says he, he was glad that they saved the Undertaker last for the show. Yes, indeed. I mean, I'm glad to see the Undertaker back out there. And, you know, I've got to say, I did watch this clip a couple of times today, and i got to tell you, one thing that caught my caught my attention was about what the Undertaker said and uh, <clears throat> John Brothers is a very good point that, you know, that he says that WrestleMania will no longer define his legacy. That Survivor Series. Yeah, that, I was just going to say, what could that mean, though? Could we, I mean, is this, I mean, if this is it, I mean, this is the swan song of The Undertaker. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, John and I talked about this off the line last night, actually, directly. Could this be the last Survivor Series we could see The Undertaker? And if it is, is WrestleMania not that far behind? That's a very good question. Um, I would, uh, I would say, you know, why not? Like thirty years after the Dead Man debuted, I mean, why not? I mean, I mean, actually, it was nineteen. It was nineteen ninety. Yep. That he that he debuted at the Survivor Series. Right. Uh, so, so it's been exactly. 26 years. 26 years. So, uh, so, but, but nonetheless, uh, you know, some people still think, I mean, you heard what they said last night on SmackDown, that, you know, they said that he still has, has it. 
And, you know, that could be the case. I'm not doubting any ability at all that the Undertaker ever had because Undertaker had supreme ability to so many that came before him and some that came after him. But, I mean, you know, he is like, so he's, of course, we talked about this about Goldberg. I mean, Goldberg, I mean, they're up there in, in, in age now. So, I mean, can they still go? We'll have to wait and see what happens. But, you know, that kind of interests me, the fact that how he said that Survivor Series now pretty much defines his legacy now instead of WrestleMania. And, of course, that could make sense because of the fact that he, that, of course, the streak is no longer intact as what happened at WrestleMania 30 with Brock Lesnar. Right. So, so, I mean, that's pretty much, that's, that's probably why. But, I mean, that makes sense because he did debut at Survivor Series. Right. So, at a Survivor Series. So, that was in 1990, yeah, when he debuted. So, I mean, that, that, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. And and, and then John said after, after they cut the cameras off, Kane came down, and they both did the raised arm pose. Yeah, there's a picture of it on 411 Mania. I'll have to pull up the video if I can. Oh, man, I did not know that. Huh? I didn't know that. Kane had not been teaming up on Team SmackDown, there could have been some partners to have on SmackDown, and there could have been Kane, Ziggler, or Undertaker himself, but that didn't happen that way. But nonetheless, John says it was a good SmackDown. Uh, you know, if Shane had not been the one chosen, I mean, I wonder who else they could have gotten. Well, I mean, Shane was a possibility, obviously. And... I mean, to, 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 to fight... Because, I mean, this was the original plan was it was for Baron Corbin to be part of this, but Baron Corbin got injured. Yeah. And so they needed to name that replacement. And, of course, obviously Daniel Bryan obviously was not clear to go. I'm sure he was looking forward to being that guy. But, of course, obviously he had not been clear to compete. So it could have been him. And, of course, a lot of people were saying, you know, you know, if you know if Cena was going to come back, I mean, I would have been surprised if it was Cena. But it wasn't. I think not. I don't think Cena's due back until I think I heard after December. He's gonna be out at least till the end of the year, at least because I right. know he's doing the reality show, and I think he's doing some other stuff too. So it could be after. Could be around the Royal Rumble time when he maybe makes his way back, or even before then, in the early part of January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I guess I didn't have any other choice. If I didn't have anybody else to choose. So yeah, so they chose they chose they chose uh, um, they chose Shane himself. So it's kind of interesting to see the SmackDown commissioner compete one more time, which is pretty interesting. Uh, John JD, thank you very much. Here uh, we have not heard from Ann if she's going to come back on or not, but uh, I will hopefully get a word from here, word from her here momentarily, and uh, she'll. And uh, if not, then I will. I will get her take on it, and we'll discuss that here uh, possibly maybe tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND. You're listening to uh, WWS Revolution, the Mothership, Broadca- <coughs> Mothership Broadcast, excuse me, for Wednesday, November 16th, 2016. I'm, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Of course, joining me here tonight is the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared DiGiralmo, of course, host of Raw Radio, of course, every Monday afternoon at 3. Also, of course, a 2015 Hall of Famer, and, of course, a big part of other shows here in the radio network. 
And, of course, on the chat box, Henry Knight, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And, of course, also a part of the Raw Radio team. On the, like I said, on the chat box tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, I did kind of go back through the archives here. I was listening earlier today to an older episode of Revolution. And you might find, find it quite interesting as to which one that is. And I'm sure, J.D., probably, I know you've probably seen it posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page as to which one that, that is. And that is, of course, the, uh, <clears throat> the episode from July 31st, 2015, where we pay tribute to the one and the only Hall of Famer, Rowdy Roddy Piper, who, of course, passed away uh, that, on that date last year. And this one was very unique, ladies and gentlemen, because I wanted to bring this up because this one here, this particular episode, and this has been a rare occurrence here as part of our shows here on the radio network, that every single member of the panel, Way Too Tough to Handle, was a part of this show, was a part of this, was was a part of this particular episode. Uh, it's all the way back to episode number 29. Believe it or not, um, I was, uh, and like I said, it was on July 31st, 2015, where all of us spoke up and talked about, you know, how, how, uh, some of the best moments and matches from the late Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, of course, it was myself. It was UJD uh, John. I don't think was 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 available at the time. I don't know if he was on that episode or not. Uh, but of course, we did have on there. We did have Gerard. We did have Michelle, and believe it or not, guys, we also had Rhonda, we also had Jeff, and we also had JML. We also had Ann on via Skype as well, like we did just a little while ago. Um, and, and this right here is just an example, ladies and gentlemen, of, you know, of, of who our actual team is. And, I, yes, I still have that posted on the, as a pinned post on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, and I'm, even though that a lot of these folks have not been on the shows for a long time due to other, due to other circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, they are still, they are still a very huge part of, of the of the WWS radio network because uh, we not I never, I never you know, <clears throat> I never of course told never told them to leave or whatever. I mean they had other things they had to, they had to. Do. They had other responsibilities, but I've never said that they, they they had to stop being a part of the radio network. They were always continued to be a part of the radio network, even though they're not on all the time. And of course, Gerard and Michelle and JD and John have remained as loyal as, as loyal <clears throat> has remained uh, loyal to the max and alongside me and helping me to do these shows every single week. And of course, I am indebted to these to these folks for doing that. And of course, like I said, if our if our other partners are listening in all this, which of course a lot of them have popped in from time to time, <clears throat> if they are listening, I just want to throw out throw out throw throw this out right back at you that you know we are always uh, we are always welcome to come back. And we would love to. We would love for you to come on and talk about everything, anything and everything wrestling. Uh, just like we, just, just like you know, you were able to when you were on coming on that coming on on a full time basis. Um, 
but of course, like I said, if other responsibilities, of course, is 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 is, is uh, keep you from doing so. It's understandable, uh, and I respect that. And but we like to, for y'all, like I said, to come back sometime down the road and jump on the line here and join us for, like I said, some more big time wrestling talk because that's what we're all about here. Uh, so please feel free to come back on whenever you can because we'd love to have you. And, of course, I'm referring to Rhonda Rush Wright, the big IQ Jeff Teeters, and uh, <clears throat> and, the, and the best, and of course, the best in the world, the JML experience. We'd love to have them, them especially to come back on and uh, jump back on here with us and join us for some dynamite wrestling talk list like we used to because it's not the same without you guys. Um, um, I'm grateful, like I said, for King and W.O., Black Widow, the Iceman, and the Human Suppressed Machine for remaining for remaining by my side and, and sticking with me to keep these shows going and afloat as, as, as best they can. A lot of times they may not be able to make it either, but that's okay. But we all have things to do, and of course, I mean, I even sometimes have a lot of things to do as well. But there are times, like I said, <clears throat> That you know that if, like I said, at the time, if the time came about, if the time was right, like I would love to have everybody come back on and you know, you know, us, you know, become a real big part right here. Like I said, the WWS family again, because like I said, you know, y'all helped uh, the folks I did mention before. You know, you were with me whenever we got this thing going, and I am will be forever indebted to you for that. And like I said, the door is always open if you ever want to come back. If you can ever come back, that'd be a part of something very, very huge. So, so I just want to leave that here with you. And again, like I said, King and W.O., the Black Widow, the Iceman, and the Human Suplex Machine, I am forever indebted to these four folks for continuing to stay, to stay, <clears throat> to stay by my side here and keep help us keep Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, and all of our other shows on the radio network going with a fire here that will forever remain lit and will never be extinguished. So, of course, J.D. and John, I will thank you, and I will thank you in advance right now for that because both of y'all are <clears throat> or two of the four I just now mentioned, and I am forever grateful for that. Gentlemen, I do thank you. I do appreciate that. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but, of course, like I said, uh, I'll see you just have listened to that, old, that, that, that past episode there uh, I know uh, it was a very somber. It was a very somber evening. Of course, uh, of course, JD had a very had a tremendous story about uh, Piper. Gerard, of course, was very was very saddened. But we we all were saddened. But I think Gerard, you, I think JD, you and Gerard, I think really felt the brunt of it uh, yeah. that night. So, that was a great show. We grew up at the time. I mean, when Piper was, I mean, coming into his own. I mean, he. I mean, we watched Piper when we were very young in the WWE, and then later on with the DVD, obviously, with Piper's. I mean, we saw more of his background from uh, Portland Wrestling and Don Owen to Mid-Atlantic and Georgia's Championship, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling in the AWA, or NWA, excuse me, if you will. And it was it was a very rough night. I mean, it really was, I remember. Yes, indeed. And like I said, that that has been posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. And as I stated in the post, uh, which nine people have already seen this posted on there, uh, I, I had I pretty much said pre, it pretty much says it all. 
of what the U.S. and WWUS stands for. It was really a true sign of united standing because all of us came together to talk about one thing uh, in the wake of a of a very sad situation. So, but uh, I, but like I said, it was a <clears throat> but that was one of the best ones we had and. And like I said, that's just an example of what we're all about. Like I said, sometimes I'll get to share certain moments here. And uh, if anybody likes to ever see it, remembers an episode of Revolution or any of our other shows that they would love to hear again, uh, we'll be more than happy to send it to you. And and uh, like I said, you can listen to your heart's content. So, <laughs> so but, but, but let us know, and we'll definitely do that. Uh, JD and John, uh, I think we, we I think we can. Uh, because I, because I actually have a few more of these in mind, uh, which I'm going to actually combine the list that I made for the 2K17 roster with some of the older lists that I did uh, for the uh, for from some of the other 2K games, and do some more Survivor Series fantasy elimination matchups. How's that sound, there, gentlemen? Sounds good. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, and we've done a bunch of these. Let's go ahead and dive right into it there. Uh, so if JD and John are ready to go. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and and uh, get going here with it. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Okay, we are going to put, and even though he doesn't wrestle that much, we're going to put him in a match anyway. This is going to be pretty interesting. We are going to put Paul Heyman, r Truth, Randy Orton and the Macho Man Randy Savage on one side. And and they, their opponents will be Razor Ramon and the three and not and, and the three Dick I mean the three Rick <laughs> the three Ricks. Rick Flair, Rick Rude, and Ricky Steamboat. A D, your thoughts on the match, please. The bad guy, the nature boy, the dragon, and the ravishing one. Yes, and who do you think will be the sole survivor of that team? It will be... one if you like to. If you think. I think it's going to be Steamboat and uh, Razor Ramon. Oh, then that will survive, okay. And John believes it will be Ric Flair's team. And John, who do you think will be the sole survivor or survivors? I'd like to extend that to two survivors last night, because John actually did that during some of the matches we did last night. You say, is he the only one there, John? We'll make sure. And he and he agrees with EJD that it will be it will be Ric Flair's team that will pull the win off, but he believes it would be Ric Flair himself to be the sole survivor. Huh. Okay. All right, next one up here, guys. Uh well, this ought to be a good one. As we as we on one team we'll have Rikishi, the Road Dog, Roman Reigns, and Rusev. <laughs> okay, and their opponents will be Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, Scott Dawson, and Seth Rollins. JD, your pick, please. Yes, team. I think and, it, I think the sole survivor will be Rollins. Oh, okay. You say it's 
So Seth Rollins will be the sole survivor, okay? So you're saying Sammy, Samoa Joe, Scott Dawson, and Seth Rollins, okay? And you say Seth, and John also says Seth Rollins' team, and he believes that Seth Rollins will be the sole survivor after defeating Roman Reigns. Ooh, okay. Not bad there, John. I like that. I like I like this. Yeah, I, I love that indeed. Okay. Ooh, this is gonna be good. All right. The first team I have is Shane McMahon, Shawn Michaels, Sheamus, and I'm just gonna say his last name like I always do because I can't pronounce his first name. Nakamura. Didn't say. Who? Who? What? How you pronounce it? Shinsake Nakamura. Shinsake. Okay. Okay, Sasaki Nakamura. Okay, I'll say I'll say that then. And his, then their opponents, like I said, it's Shane McMahon, Shawn Michaels, Sheamus, and Sasaki Nakamura versus Simon Gotch, Sin Cara, Stardust, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. JD, your thoughts, please. Nakamura's team, Nakamura's the survivor. Ooh, okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here, please. And John believes John is agreeing with you, uh, JD, on all fronts. He believes Nakamura will be the sole survivor. Of course, I'd love to see these on this game done, just like we talk about on the show. It's be interesting to see that. Yep, I would love to see it. Yes. Uh, next one up here, we'll have. Uh, okay, this will be interesting. We will have Sting, Tatsumi Fujinami. The Miz and The Rock on one team versus Titus O'Neil, Triple H, Tyler Breeze, and Typhoon. Your thoughts, JD? Triple H's team. Who will survive? The game. Game himself, okay. All right, and John, your thoughts on the match, please. And John is going with Steve's team. And who are you picking to survive here, uh, John? And John believes Sting himself will win. Oh, okay. Oh, that'll all be interesting here. Hey, okay. okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay, we can do one more guys match, and then we'll be able to do a women's match here finally, I believe. And I'll have to look at that here in just a second. Okay. Uh, next one up here will be the team of Tyson Kidd, the Ultimate Warrior, the Undertaker, and Vader. As they take on Victor from the Ascension, Wesley Blake, Xavier Woods, and Zack Ryder. JD, your thoughts here, please. Vader's team. And who will and who will be and who will survive? I'm gonna say Vader. I'll say Vader himself, okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here? And John is also briefly on that, but he's saying that the Undertaker will survive that match. Okay. Now, let's see. I think we'll be able to get a, a women's match out of the way here. Here are the women that I have left here. You will have on one team, you will have Nikki Bella, Paige, Sasha Banks, and let's see. And Stephanie McMahon. 
And it's going to be, believe it or not, J.D., a four-on-three handicap elimination match, unfortunately. Because I only have three ladies left in, after this. So, And the three ladies that are left are Summer Rae, Tamina, and Trish Stratus. Mm. I'm going to take so, Team Stephanie, and it will be Paige the Survivor. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, John, your thoughts here on this four-on-three women's elimination handicap match? It's like I said, you're pitting Nikki Bella, Paige, Sasha Banks, and Stephanie McMahon against Summer Rae, Tamina, and Chris Stratus. John is saying Sasha's team. And who are you picking to survive there, John? John is picking Sasha Banks and Nikki Bella to, to be the sole survivors there. Oh, okay. Okay, that's one list I've t- got taken care of. Uh, let's, uh, okay, okay, let's see here. Um, and, and now keep in mind, I might use some of the same guys like I did before, okay? So don't be, don't be surprised, right. okay? But I'm using older lists as we go along, okay? So, all right, so just keep this in mind here, folks. Um, just recycling off of matches and stuff like that, so, okay. Uh, oh, okay, there, okay, here we go. Here's, here, here's some old ones here. Here's one right here you can do. Revamp this here. We'll do Andre the Giant, Bam Bam Bigelow, Batista, and Booker T on one team. And they will take on Cactus Jack, Diamond Dallas Page, Bret Hart, and Flying Brian Pillman. J.D., your thoughts, please. Andre's team, and I think Andre will be the survivor. Okay. All right, John, your thoughts are on this. Andre, Ben, and John saying the same thing. Andre's team, Andre the Giant, pulling the win off. You can't not go wrong with a team with Andre the Giant. You can't go wrong. Okay. <clears throat> we will have... I got Okay. I'll see it here. Uh, we will have the British Bulldog... The one, Billy Gunn, William Regal, and Dude Love on one team. As they take on, believe it or not, we got uh, three members of the Nation of Domination, Farouk, Kama Mustafa, and D'Lo Brown teaming up with Colonel Mustafa, as they take on Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and Edge. J.D., your thoughts here? I am going to take the first team. Okay, you're taking the team with Billy Gunn, with the Bulldog, yes. Billy Gunn, William Regal, and Dude Love. Yes, and the Bulldog oh. will be the survivor. The Bulldog will be the survivor, okay. And, yeah, I know I read a little bit, and I read a little bit... Uh, too much in the, okay. And, uh, oh, excuse me. And, John, who will survive? John's already saying Billy Gunn's team. Who will survive that, John? Uh, 
John said Billy Gunn himself. Okay. Uh, let me go back in this. Re- this let me go back and uh, let's see. Revamp this here. I said, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, <clears throat> let me re- let me redo this. It is the next team. Next one I will do is this: Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, Edge, and Fit Finley to take on. And this is going to be good. Haku, Honky Tonk Man. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the blue blood Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and Jake the Snake Roberts. JD, your thoughts here, please. I'm going to say Jake the Snake Roberts team. Okay. And that would be, of course, included the blue blood Triple H, Honky Tonk Man, and Haku. Who, who will pull off the win in this? I'm going to say Jake the Snake Roberts team. Or you said that the team, but who would be the survivors? You said Roberts himself? Yeah. Okay. And John also says the same thing. He says Jake Roberts will be the sole survivor. Okay. Here we go with the next one here. Uh, Jim the Apple Nightheart will team with with, with Kane as he debuted in in the WWF. Uh, Also, Ken Shamrock and Kevin Nash. On all four on one team. As they take on Lex Luger, Mankind, Mikey Whipwreck, and Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Your thoughts on this, JD? Nash's team, I'm taking Nash as the survivor. Okay. And John, your thoughts here as well? John says Nash's team with Nash and Kane being the survivors. Ooh, okay. We'll add a twist there. Okay, okay. Uh, next one up here, uh, Paul White. Of course, we all know him now as the Big Show, but of course he went by his real name when he first started. We'll team up with the three Ricks again, Rick Flair, Rick Rude, and Ricky Steamboat. Excuse me, against Rikishi, Santino Morella, Savio Vega, and Shane McMahon. Your thoughts, J.D.? Uh, go to John first this time. Okay. Okay, John, just, just repeat repeat this one more time. Paul White, of course, who would be known later as the Big Show, uh, teaming up with Ric Flair, Rick Rude, and Ricky Steamboat, taking on Rikishi, Santino Morella, Savio Vega, and Shane McMahon. John is going with the team with with Paul White and the three Ricks. And who do you pick, John, to be the survivor or survivors? John believes that Paul White himself will survive the match. Okay, now, now JD, let's get your opinion on this. 
I think Paul White's team, and I think Paul White does survive the match. Yes, indeed. Was his career at WWF really great when, uh, whenever they actually started calling him by his real name, or, or it was a mixed bag at first, and then it got better. He got better once they started calling him the Big Show. Yes. Okay. All right. Because, like I said, a lot, a lot of guys actually use their real names, and mm-hmm. some of them go on to big time success. But when they go on and they're, and they're called something else, that in some cases it, it actually improves them a little bit. I guess. I think. Okay, that's all I said. Thank you for that opinion, there, as always. All right, next one up here is it's going to be interesting. Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, stunning Steve Austin and the Ultimate Warrior on one team versus Vader, X-Pac, the Biker Undertaker, and Mark Henry as he was in the Nation of Domination. J.D., your thoughts, please. Uh, I'm going to say uh, the Undertaker uh, guy. Uh, the Undertaker, sorry. Take, okay, you're going to take Vader, Xbox, the Biker, Undertaker, and the NOD, Mark Henry? Yeah. And who do you think will survive? It will be, however, I think uh, Vader's team. You think it will be Vader himself that survives? Okay. Is that right? Is that, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. John also says the same team. And, John, who do you pick to be the sole survivor in this? John believes the Biker Undertaker will be the sole survivor. Okay. All right. The next one up here, guys. It's getting better and better and better here, guys. So y'all listen very carefully here. Macho Man Randy Savage teams up with the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, John Cena, and Adam Rose (laughs) as they take on English Baron Corbin Bad News Barrett, and B.E. Your thoughts, J.D.? I am going to say Corbin's team, and Corbin will be the survivor. Okay. Aiden English, Baron Corbin, Bad News Barrett, and B.E. Okay, you think that... You think Baron Corbin will survive? Okay. All right, John, your your take here on, uh, on this match? Like says, John also says Corbin's team, and John also says Corbin will survive. Okay, great, great predictions here, guys. I'm loving these predictions here so far. Uh, let's see if we, let's see what else we let's, let's let's see what else we have here. Okay, keep that right there. Uh, oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. The Big Show, Bo Dallas, Bray Wyatt, and the Loose Cannon himself, Brian Pillman. We'll team up to do battle against Brock Lesnar, Cesaro, Chris Jericho, and Christian. J.D., your, your thoughts on this, please. I'm going to say, who is it again? Big Show, Bo 
Dallas, Bray Wyatt, and Brian Pillman as the as the loose cannon Brian Pillman versus Brock Lesnar, Cesaro, Chris Jericho, and Christian. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar's team, and it'll be Brock Lesnar surviving. Okay. Uh, and John, gonna... okay, Jay, all right, JD. Uh, John, you said Brock Lesnar's team, and who do you pick to uh, to, to pull the, the victory off in this? And John says Brock Lesnar himself, okay. All right, and while we wait for JD to return, uh, let's take care of this one more time. We're at 20 minutes after 10, ladies and gentlemen, on November 16th. 2016, 1724-444-7444. Call ID, the magic six numbers, 138055-POUND. You are listening to episode 248 of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution, of course, the birth of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. I am, of course, once again, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. We're bringing you nothing but the best in wrestling talk each and every, each and every night. Course Revolution is every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night from 9 to 11, right here on TalkShoe.com. Tonight, of course, for episode 248, uh, uh, joining me here is the Iceman himself, J.D., Jared DiGiralmo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. Also, he's the host of Dose of U.S. Raw Radio, <clears throat> which you can hear every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5, right here on TalkShoe.com. Um, and, of course, a big part of our other shows here in the radio network, including Revolution, Wolfpack, uh, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and, of course, Outside the Ropes, and Power Hour. And also joining us on the chat box here tonight, uh, J.D.'s partner from Raw Radio. Uh, of course, the first 2016 Hall of Famer is, of course, <clears throat> the human suplex machine, John Gross. Of course, like I said, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, as I just now said, and, of course, also a big part of our, like I said, our man behind the wrestling history and birthdays that you hear every night right here on both Revolution and Wolfpack right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, also, another note, ladies and gentlemen, on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, keep in mind that we still have five slots to fill in the WWS Universal Championship Tournament before we can start having these matches to determine the new WWS Universal Champion. Uh, we have, like I said, 11 people all signed up and ready to go, uh, but we still need five more to, com- to complete the list. If you're interested in joining, please, like I said, go to go to the post with the picture of the Universal Title Belt on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. It is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Revolution Radio if you want to take part in this big-time historic tournament. Uh, J.D., are you back, sir? And he is not back yet. Uh, <clears throat> but also, of course, as you know, keep in mind here tomorrow night, uh, hopefully we'll have Double Dose Part 2 as King W.O. and the Black Widow will be probably be back for Top Heel Inc. tomorrow night from 7 to 8 right here on TalkShoot.com as they bring you, of course, uh, a look at a wrestling heel from the past and present. That call ID is 140562-POUND. And then, of course, the Join us for NWO Wolfpack, the second installment of the radio network. As once again, we will bring you more wrestling history and birthdays, more uh, wrestling news and views, 
And, of course, like I said, J.D. and John will be bringing us our predictions for Survivor Series this Sunday. As I said, we'll, of course, also have another special programming note uh, because there will not be a part of our special prediction show, excuse me, prediction show that will take place uh, this Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock. Of course, TNA May event will be preempted as a result of the of prediction show, which, of course, like I said, we will give our thoughts and opinions on each match and <clears throat> and uh, give give a couple points of view on it and then, of course, choose who we think will win the match. And who knows, there may be a better two that might be made during this, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. So going, like I said, myself and the panel with you have to handle this Sunday afternoon that's five for, of course, our, our prediction show, of course, Survivor Series, a special edition of Revolution, of course, 138055 pound. Beforehand, though, of course, join us for a special edition of Attitude Radio this Saturday night. I will have to determine a time where TNW and the Black Widow will be, of course, talking about the NXT show that will be taking place this Saturday night as well. And so we will definitely give some more detail on that. Uh, Attitude Radio's call ID is 138982-pound if you want to check out that show as well. Now, of course, we have plenty more to come before that Before that weekend. Of course, we have Women's Revolution, of course, the Black Widow and Company, uh, 139927-pound from 7 to 9 p.m. Friday night. And, of course, the Friday edition of Revolution, uh, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays, and, of course, more general wrestling talk and more, uh, who knows, more wrestling extras. And then, of course, Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m., join myself and the Power Trio for WWS Power Hour as we review all of the, what took place during all of our shows here in the radio network, plus give you, uh, of course, the latest numbers from the number of downloads of each of, each of our shows, courtesy of TalkShoe.com. So we have another packed week here coming up here, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to join us, like I said, starting tomorrow night and going on through Sunday. So listen to us. Um, we we can be a part of something big. That's why WCW US Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com, will always remain, forever remain, your wrestling connection. That's why we always say that. Uh, J.D., have you returned? Yes. Okay, excellent. Very good. We'll go ahead and dive right on in to our next <clears throat> our next uh, Survivor Series Fantasy Elimination matchup. It will be, and we're, we, go, we turn back the clock a bit on some of these guys there, ladies and gentlemen, but that's okay. Uh, as we, of course, now, uh, um, for the next team, it will be Big Cass himself, Colin Cassidy, teaming up with Curtis Axel, Damian Mizdow, and Darren Young as they take on Dean Ambrose, Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, and Enzo Amore. AD, your thoughts, please. I'm going to take Enzo Amore's team. Okay, and who do you think will pull the win off in this? I think it'll be Enzo. It'll be Enzo himself. Okay. All right, uh, JD has chosen the team of Ambrose, Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, and Enzo Amore. He believes Enzo will win the match. Uh, to be the sole survivor of the match. <coughs> John also believes it would be Enzo Amore's team, but he believes it would be Ambrose being the sole survivor. Ooh, okay. That's okay. That's, 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 a, that's what makes this, makes this very cool, makes this very interesting here. Okay, here we go here. And next 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 uh, matchup here, we'll pit Eric Rowan, Fandango, Finn Balor, and Goldust on one team as they take on Heath Slater, Adele with Tommy, 
Jack Swagger and JBL. JD, your thoughts, please. Eric Ronan hit uh, Finn Balor. Okay, we'll be the sole survivors of that team. Yes. Okay. All right, uh, John, your thoughts here on this match? John believe it'll be a Finn Balor's team with Finn Balor just being the sole survivor himself. Okay. All right. <clears throat> next next one up. This all be very interesting. The next team will pit both Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso, along with Kalisto and Corporate Kane. Ooh, okay. As they will take on Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Connor of the Ascension, and Lord Stephen Regal. JD, your thoughts, please. Who's the first team again? The Usos, Kalisto, and Corporate Kane. I'm going to say Corporate Kane's team will be winning this one, and Corporate Kane will be the last sole survivor. Okay. John is saying KO's team will pull the win off. And John, do I even need to ask who will be the sole survivor? And John's saying KO himself, Kevin Owens, will be the sole survivor. Okay. All right, next up here, it will be Luke Harper, Mark Henry, of course, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Uh, also, their partners will be Miz and Neville as they take on R-Truth, Randy Orton, The Rock as we know him today, and Roman Reigns. Hmm. J.D., your thoughts, please. The Rock's team and The Rock will be the sole survivor, playing out the Miz at the end. And John was talking about the last match. He said he will have Sparkle Crotch to celebrate with him. (laughs) There you go. There you go. And, uh, John, your thoughts on this match here? John says the Rock's team with the Rock and Randy Orton. And, oh, he's got three survivors in this. Unbelievable. The Rock's team with the Rock, Orton, and Roman Reigns survived. Of course he would. Yes, I picked Roman Reigns. Are are you all happy? (laughs) Well, we knew that was coming. Well, that happens sooner or later, I guess, right? Right. There you go. Okay. All right, next up here. I'm surprised enough Michelle was not here to hear it. (laughs) There you go. Okay, next up here. The Rock, as he was in the Nation of Domination, teaming up with Rusev, Ryback, and Sami Zayn. As they take on Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Simon Gotch, and Sin Cara. Your thoughts, J.D.? Excuse me, sorry about that. I am going to take Seth's team, and Seth will be the sole survivor. Okay, all right, all right. All right, John, your thoughts here on this? John says also Rollins' team with Rollins eliminating Rusev. Okay, all right. Uh, This one's going to be good. This one's going to be very good, I think. Stardust. We'll team up with 
three incarnations of Sting. The Crow Sting from WWE, the Crow Sting from WCW, and the Surfer Sting. Hmm. Okay. And their and their opponents will be the extreme superstar Stone Cold Steve, uh, extreme superstar Steve Austin, Titus O'Neil, the King of Kings Triple H, and the DX version of Triple H. Uh, your thoughts on this match, JD? I wanted to say the surface thing. You're thinking Stardust and the Three Stings. Yes. And you're saying the surfer sting will be the survivor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, John, there were three stings. You got the crow sting when he was in WWE, the crow sting in WCW, and the surfer sting. Which two stings are you talking about? Apparently, he's saying two of the stings will be the sole survivors. I don't know which two he's talking about. Which two are you talking about there, John? So that way I can put, we can clarify. Oh, you're okay. I see what you mean. He says that all three stings will be the sole survivors. Okay, so they will feel they will feel they will they will. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Okay, thank you very much, here, John, for clarifying that. Uh, next up here, let's see. Um, we will we will of course. Okay, I got a, I got this is perfect. I've got on one team we'll have Tyler Breeze, Tyson Kidd, Samoa Joe, and the million dollar man Ted DiBiase on one hmm. team. As they take on actually two tag teams that have teamed up here Diego and Fernando, the Los Matadores, and Blake and Murphy. Your thoughts on this, JD? I'm going to see the million dollar man's team. And who will be the sole survivor? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe? Oh, okay. All right, John. Uh, Tyler Breeze, Tyson Kidd, Samoa Joe, and the Million Dollar Man versus Los Matadores and Blake and Murphy. Your thoughts on this elimination match? And who will survive it? John saying also, he said the same thing you did, J.D. Teddy Biasi's team. And he also saying Samoa Joe will be the, the sole survivor. I'll say it in a minute. Okay. Ah, this is going to be interesting. We're going to do another. Uh, we're going to do another uh, tag, technically a tag team elimination, Survivor Series elimination match. We'll say it as we will. As we will, of course, team up the Bushwhackers and Harlem Heat versus the Outsiders and the Natural Disasters. JD, your thoughts on who will pull the win off here and who will, be, who will, who will survive? JD. Yeah. Okay. Let me, I will. I will repeat. I will repeat the uh, match again. It will be the Bushwhackers teaming up with Harlem Heat versus the Outsiders and the Natural Disasters. Who will who will win and who will the be the sole survivor? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. The Natural Disasters. Okay, and are they going to be the sole survivors, or are they are you yeah. saying that? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, for the last match, John said, "What's going to happen?" The reason why he says Samoa Joe is going to win 
because all the million-dollar team is going to be eliminated, but not Joe. He's going to run all four of them like a Japanese Thanksgiving banquet. <laughs> okay, okay. And and John is also saying the outsiders and the natural disasters in the shutout as well. And John, who will be the sole su- survivor or survivors in that match? And John says it's going to be a shutout, plain and simple. Oh, you're saying that both the outsiders and the disasters will will will, will survive it. And he's saying it's going to be a shutout, plain and simple. There's no way Harlem Heat and the Bushwhackers can win. Okay. 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 Interesting there, John. I like that. Very good. Very good. Okay. This one here, we're going to do. We're going. This is going to be a twist. Well, let's see. Mm. This one's going to be. A, this one's going to be a twist. Uh, this is going to be a six-man Survivor Series elimination match. It'll be three men on each team. Okay. And we will do. Larry Zabisco, the big boss man, and Mr. Perfect on one team. And they will take on the team of Katsumi Fujinami, Dusty Rhodes, and Roddy Roddy Piper. JG, your your thoughts, please. Who is it again? Larry Zabisco, the big boss man, and Mr. Perfect versus Katsumi Fujinami, Dusty Rhodes, and and Roddy Roddy Piper. And a six-man lift. You're saying perfect team, and who will be the sole survivor? Perfect. Okay. And John also says Sabisco's team as well. And who do you say will win that? That who who will survive there, John? John also says perfect is the sole survivor. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here with. Uh, here we go. Here with. Uh, <clears throat> Um, but uh, we're going to do some more ladies uh, elimination matchups here. I think it'll be very interesting. As we will have on one side, we will have Rosa Mendez, Sensational Sherry, Alicia Fox, and Brie Bella on one team. And they will take on Cameron, Emma, Eva Marie, and Layla. Hey, do your thoughts, please. Yeah. Sorry. What was the match? Okay. 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 This is like I said. This is the late. This is the ladies' elimination Survivor Series match. I'll repeat the. I'll, I'll repeat it one more time. It will. The t- first team is Rosa Mendez. Sensational Sherry, Alicia Fox, and Brie Bella. And their opponents are Cameron, Emma, Eva Marie, and Layla. It'll be Rosa and Brie. As the sole survivors. Yes. Okay. Uh, John's also saying uh, 
is going with Brie Bella's team, and who do you pick as a sole survivor or survivors there, John? John saying Brie Bella by herself will be the winner. Okay. All right. Next up here, guys, <clears throat> we will do. We will have. We will have the following. We will have Naomi, Natalia, Nikki Bella, and Paige on one team as they take on uh, Stephanie McMahon from the McMahon Helmsley regime. Uh, yeah, Naomi. Uh, okay. Let me, let, me, let me do this again. The first team is Naomi, Natalia, Nikki Bella, and Paige. That's one team. Okay. The second team is Stephanie McMahon from the McMahon Helmsley era, teaming up with Summer Ray, Tamina, and Alundra Blaze. JD, your thoughts here, please. Alundra Blaze. Who? Uh, her team is. It's just a Tamina, Summer Rae, and Stephanie McMahon as Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. Okay, versus? Um, Naomi, Natalia, Nikki Bella, and Paige. The three N's in P, and it'll be Nikki and uh, Paige standing tall. Okay, all right. Uh, John is John is going with uh, Stephanie McMahon, Summer Rae, and Tamina, and uh, I did say Alundra Blaze in that. And he'll be the sole survivor. And John says Stephanie McMahon herself will be the sole survivor. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Okay. Since we, since we only have four ladies left, we will do a fatal four-way to see who will, who will survive an elimination fail four way. We'll do it that way. Uh, um, and it will be Lita, Stephanie McMahon, as we know her today, Trish Stratus, and AJ Lee. JD, your thoughts on this? Who will survive this elimination fail four way? Trish. Oh, okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here? Lita, Stephanie McMahon, Chris Stratus, and AJ Lee. Who will survive this uh, this elimination fatal four way? Um, John is John says AJ Lee will be the survivor. We'll, be this, we'll, we'll survive this. Okay. All right. And let's see. Ooh, and this is going to be interesting. Here is the, here is one more uh, men's elimination Survivor Series match. And the special guest referee for this match here, guys, TM Punk will be the special guest ref. <laughs> Okay, and it will consist of the teams. Will be will consist of the following: 
Alberto Del Rio, Cody Rhodes, Corey Graves, and the great Kali as they take on Justin Gabriel, Rey Mysterio, Rob Van Dam, and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> J.D., your thoughts on this match, please. I'm going to say it will be... Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one to call, but I'm going to say... Uh, I like Corey Graves in that, but I'm going to go with the other team here. Going with Gabriel, Mysterio, RVD, and Hogan. Yes. And, and, Hogan, Hogan. and Hogan's team will have the last survivor will be... Uh, I think... Uh, RV. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll say yeah. Okay, you're saying Rob Van Dam will survive that team. Oh, yes. that, 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 okay. Uh, and John also says Hulk Hogan's team. Uh, John, who he will survive between Justin Gabriel, Rey Mysterio, and John says Hogan himself will survive that match. Huh. Okay. All right. Let's see what else we can. Let's see what other ones we can. Uh, we can. can we can concoct here. Uh, let's see. No, 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 no. Hmm. I remember, I might be using a lot of the same guys here, so don't be discouraged if I do. We don't want to throw anybody off. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Yeah, let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, let's see here. Uh, okay, we can, okay. Here's, here's uh, like I said, some of these people have already been used and some have not. Um, and we'll do some more Survivor Series fancy elimination matchups here in this. There with uh, about 14 minutes left before we call it an evening there, gentlemen. Uh, the first match will be <clears throat> Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Lita, and Stephanie McMahon. They take on Alicia Fox, Bailey, Naomi, and Summer Rae. KD, your thoughts? I think it'll be Oscar. Okay. All right. Uh, John, your thoughts on this match as well? John also says Oscar's team, and who do you think will pull the win off in that match, John? And John says Asuka will survive with Asuka pinning Bailey. And then, of course, afterwards they shake hands, and then I think Bailey goes over and hugs JD. <laughs> yes, Bailey can hug me all day. Whoa! 
Watch it there, big man. Watch it there. Okay. All right. Next up here, we will have, let me see here. Who can we use? Uh, uh, yeah, we could do that. Okay. It will be. Okay. It will be a Wonder Blaze, Becky Lynch, Natalia, and. Summer Rae. No, I'm sorry. Alunker Blaze, Becky Lynch, Natalia, and Chris Stratus as they take on Brie Bella, Dana Brooke, Nikki Bella, and Tamina. JD, your thoughts here? I'm going to take Brie Bella. You're taking Brie Bella to be the sole survivor. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. All right, and John, your thoughts on this match? John says that it will be Team Bella, and Brie Bella will be the sole survivor. Okay. Uh... All right, one more women's matchup right here. It will it will pit Carmella, Emma, Paige, and Nia Jax versus Charlotte, Eva Marie, Sasha Banks, and China. Baby, your thoughts here? Sasha Banks. Will be you think will be the overall sole survivor? Yes. Okay. And, uh, John, your thoughts here, please? John believes it would be Sasha Banks' team with... Oh, with Nia Jax... China and Sasha being the sole survivors. The three out of the four being sole survivors. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. What, that's what we do, what do we have here. Uh, ooh, this is going to be good. Okay. Here's another one right here we'll put together. The Vault Villains will team up with Enzo and Big Cass. Take on Big E and Kofi of the New Day and the Dudley Boys. J.D., your thoughts here, please. Uh, Attention, would Jared Dijerama please report to the white courtesy phone? J.D.? Yeah. I am kind of dozing off a little. What was the match again? Okay. All right. We'll do this one and then after we do this one, we'll go ahead and call it a night here. We're all getting a little bit tired here. so But uh, that's quite all right. This is one more match right here. The Vault Villains uh, teaming up with Enzo and Big Cass versus Biggie and Kofi for the New Day and the Dudleys. The Dudleys. So you said the Dudleys will be the sole survivors? Yes. 
Okay. John says it's a tough one to call, but he says he said the New Day and the Dudleys will pull the win off with Kofi Kingston being the sole survivor over Enzo and Mora. Okay. And on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, like I said, JD said we are getting a little bit booked here tonight. So we we'll go ahead, like I said, and call it a night here. Uh, of course, we I do want to thank the Iceman Jeremy Geraldo for coming in here with me. Of course, providing helping provide, of course, providing the rest of the news and views, and also of course some great insights on everything. Uh, of course, even doing a big time review of SmackDown Live here tonight. And also, I do want to thank the human Space Machine John Gross for of course the history and birthdays for tonight as well as, of course, his thoughts and opinions on tonight's uh, SmackDown, uh, last night's SmackDown Live, I should say. And I do also want to give a special shout-out, and I thank you to the last kicker herself, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, for coming on tonight. Uh, she stuck around here for the beginning of the show. Uh, she didn't get back here in time. Uh, but we do thank her for popping on here and, and listening to all our, all everything uh, being said here, of course, is our news and our history as well. <clears throat> be sure, ladies and gentlemen, to join us, like I said, tomorrow night for our Double Dose Part 2, which we'll start with, hopefully, with, with Top Inc. at 10 o'clock. I mean, at Top Heel at 7 o'clock. Uh, excuse me. I'm, I'm getting a little bit tired myself. Hmm. Top Heel Inc. At, at 7 o'clock, of course, with King and W.O. and the Black Widow. Then, of course, from 9 to 11, of course, it will be the second installment in W.O. Wolfpack. Uh, Top Heel Inc. is 140562-pound. And NWO Wolfpack is 138521 pound as well. So, and I will leave it at that. For, so, for the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and, and of course, this is myself, Mr. WS, Chad Henshaw. We thank you for coming on here tonight for episode 248 of the Mother Strip Podcast Revolution. <clears throat> of course, which is a broadcast of the WS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. Over one year older and continuing to be bolder, the radio network always will forever remain and continue to be your wrestling connection. JD and John, thank you very much for coming on. Take care. See you in the ring. As always, here in the WWS Radio Network, God bless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.